You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Celebrity Apprentice After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Celebrity Apprentice After Show. This is what I dream about at night, this song. This one? Yeah. It's just money disappearing from my hands, all not I, getting in my hands. All I can picture is this man approaching in the long coat with the pink, the pink tie. It's a hor- horrible scene. And there he is. A horrible scene. Welcome, everybody, to AfterBuzz TV's Celebrity Apprentice After Show, Season 13, Episode Number 1. We are back reviewing the show, which is always quite entertaining. Yes. Uh... What do you think about the uh, the new cast? Oh, I actually well, have to introduce myself. Yes. I haven't been here in a while. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, and uh, go ahead and introduce and, yourself. And I'm Grant Rudder. Hello. 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 <laughs> hello. We... So, the Wolf in Charge of the Hen House, the title of the episode. So that pretty much describes what we're about to delve into here in more ways than one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. That was a line in the show, yes. Amorosa. Mm-hmm. D- direct reference. Um but Donald, we had a huge moment. It's a way to kick off the season. Is Donald trying to prove he's not a racist, but then ends up looking like a sexist? <laughs> he directly said he, he fed the words into Omarosa, and he made sure this was his chance to come clean that he was not a racist. And um, in my opinion, I think there's more African American characters on the series. Uh, this, excuse me, this season than ever before. Well, it's probably so, intentional. Yeah, so there's definitely a push. <laughs> he was on the Wendy Williams recently and let everyone know how much he loved Michelle Obama. So he's, he's out there. Well, he's, everyone, he's pushing it. Yeah, everyone loves Michelle Obama. Um, okay, he. what's the actual quote he said? He said, it must have been a pretty picture of you on your knees. So everyone knows if they mm-hmm. watch the episode what we're referring to. Really, um, really digging himself in a hole but he doesn't mind this kind of stuff he doesn't mind this kind of publicity and I don't mind watching it because it's hilarious and he's just so tactless and tactful at the same time we've got beautiful Brandy who is uh, the ex-playmate of the year who we saw you know Hoping and praying that she would be the project manager, getting down on her knees, pray, like you know, begging for this, as we know. And uh, it was a good sight in his mind. He he wasn't even paying attention to the conversation. He you could see him envisioning this moment, and it was just. I mean, he's married more than a couple times. Yeah, his grown daughter is sitting next to him. Well, we that's what surprised this. me about Ivanka is that she was quick to jump on Claudia and say, you know, you insulted women or it was derogatory mm-hmm. toward women saying he was whining like a woman. But then you have your dad being like, hey, you must look pretty good on your knees there, baby. And yeah. she doesn't say anything. You know, I, it's the a little way, bit of a uh, The way it was said, the way it was said was just so like a guy, like an older guy. Yeah, like I mean, he had a heart on. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. wasn't. That's why he always like, wears that long black coat. He's covering it. <laughs> 
Oh, it's horrifying. All right, well, let's get into the uh, the teams. They didn't go with the men women this year, but it, it kind of ended up just being a man versus woman team in a sense because Brett picked all the women and Brett has long hair. So <laughs> I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed because my favorite real first dynamic was seeing the men versus the women. I thought that really uh, getting especially a group of women together. Um, there's not there's not a lot of like heavy petting and like you know a lot of like ego stroking it really is like down to business pretty quickly and that's I like that dynamic like the season with Star Jones like they were out of the gate like you know you knew who was who was with who and and that was it and this way uh, with the guys it really kind of I don't know it was more like a soft open for me yeah it was definitely a soft open but I I personally like to see the mixture of the men and women because I always I'm like a self I'm like a self-loathing woman sometimes I guess I love to see the women mix with the men because I think the women get a different dimension going because sometimes their ideas stay a little bit too womanly sometimes and and I and the guys ideas also stay got stay very masculine so I think that it it gives a better well-rounded picture to their marketing strategies or you know what they're working on that's true i can think of several examples from the past on where they it was too guy you yeah know, it's like too guy heavy yeah. and too woman heavy where mm. you know it so I, I i did like that aspect but i thought the i thought brett michaels when he's picking this team i'm going what are you doing what are you doing i mean from the instant Oh, from the beginning, yeah. From the first choice, I mean, it already was pretty much a wrap. I mean, I don't know why they would select Omarosa, of course, out of the gate. I would have thought she would probably, just thinking, she would probably be one of the last ones standing. Oh, of course. I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, instead, they really kind of love themselves. Although Donald would prefer it to be the last one kneeling. (laughs) (laughs) You're awful. (laughs) I like it. Thanks. (laughs) Well, he's, the problem is, is he, Brett came into this, I think, cocky, or not cocky, but confident at the beginning Mm -hmm. and he probably thought you know I won this before people think uh, you know Amorosa's uh, villain and and manipulative but I won this before so I can I can handle her his whole demeanor and then he quickly his it quickly his demeanor shifted the moment she started picking on him a little bit he looked very emotional and very sad Mm -hmm. yeah he just took like a nose dive all the way down through his whole demeanor as the show progressed from the very beginning from the first scene where they were selecting everyone the task was given and then it just it was a quick yeah. quick uh fall to the ground it really him. was it was a quick yeah. descent do you think he should have given up well actually you know before we yeah. get into that so let's um so let's go through the teams a little bit he picked um like we said Amarosa, little john and i'm sorry i'm probably going to say little john several times because i'm uncomfortable with the lil part yeah yeah that's you know okay. it makes that's me right. i'm like awkward and not cool enough to say that um brandy latoya claudia and uh, dennis rodman mm-hmm. Um, who do you think is the strongest and weakest on there? Well, I think Omarosa. Brett, of course. I think Omarosa will be the strongest, not because of her business tact or anything like that. I think it's just because because of her mouth, and she can think very quickly. Some people are, are you know good with physical fighting, and other people have sharp tongues. And she's not going to really throw herself in a position. She's going to she watches everything she does. Um, she, I think she got a little sloppy in the boardroom, which we yes, can get into. Yeah. But beyond that, and I don't know. I mean, I didn't see the season with Dennis Rodman, but the way he's standing around, the way that they're projecting. him, him, I, I think that's going to be um, a wrap for him coming up. Perhaps maybe he'll skate by. They, plenty of people have. Sometimes that happens, but he seems to be too much of a loner. Mm-hmm. That's why I always know I wouldn't do good at the do well at this game because I'm I'm like him. Mm-hmm. I really am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like to hang in the background and kind of observe and 
I don't think he was observing. I think he was just hanging. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to have anyone to kind of be like akin to. No. You know, to make a deal with. And I can't picture him making deals. Right. Unless so. we get uh, Kim Jong-un in here. <laughs> he can hang out with him <laughs> a little bit. They can work on some things. Um, okay. So I, my personal favorite team, Plan B, um, we've got uh, Trace, Penn, D, Steve, Lisa, Busey, and uh, Mary Lou. Am I missing anyone on there? Nope, you got it. Yeah. Uh, I like that team because I really love the energy of Penn. I think Penn is... um I know you said you didn't have any feelings toward him either way at the beginning, you know. No. But no. but I really like him. I think he always has really smart ideas, but sometimes they I don't think he has his heart in the game. And he did have words of uh disdain after last season aired when he was on the Corolla show. He has his own podcast with Corolla mm-hmm. and he was not shy to say you know, the show is staged or this or that, whatever he said, I can't recall exactly in this moment. So I was really right. surprised. He basically broke down the show and was like, this is why it sucks. And now he's mm-hmm. back. So I'm, I don't know why I guess it is for his charity. If that's, you know, he, like he mentioned, he's here for his charity, but yeah, that's a really interesting point. I should go back and listen to that uh, with this team. I, no one really stands out to me as being super strong. I mean, just from looking from what Penn did in the past. Yes. However, I can't say that I have, really seen all of these uh, people in action through their seasons um, so I can't accurately judge however I'm questioning Lisa Rinna and how powerful she's really going to be because she was I did see that season and I didn't see her getting down and dirty with anything well I mean she came up with hairy balls so I don't uh, think she's yeah, going to go that I mean, far you know she didn't she didn't wait too long to start talking about her husband <laughs> right if you follow Lisa Rinna on Twitter <laughs> if you know anything about Lisa Rinna it's all about that husband <laughs> so um I, and apparently she had some uh, physical changes to her lips um you couldn't tell me. I couldn't tell yeah yeah they just uh, looked just as big Donald enjoyed them nonetheless so he's getting the most out of this he right. really is yeah so yeah, I'm questioning Lisa and really what she's going to bring because she was one of those that kind of skated, I believe, through a few of the episodes and then she was off and, and that's it. Now she's an all-star. So yeah. it'll be interesting. I would really like to see Trace and Penn dwindle down to really like the bottom two or the top two on their team because I think mm-hmm. they're both very strong. And Trace, I really like his silent power or his silent... He's got a very quiet, quiet strength about him and I like that he doesn't have to like you know he doesn't have to open the doors because he trusts his gut enough and that's very ballsy and it's very um, admirable or very stupid depending on the result it's interesting you see that because I I like his ethic of how he goes behind it his um, strategy however I don't believe he's very good for television I'm I'm just not really into it Um, you know when we get to the result, of course, we know that he won, but, I mean, there wasn't even a, a crack of a smile, and I get that's his persona, of course, but for television, I don't know, like, I need to see, like, a Nini and Star, I need to see, <laughs> I need to see it like, to turn up the heat a little bit, I know he's just, he's not going to go there. Right. I guess it's good, though, Maybe to have a smile under that weird down. beard he's got. Yeah, I don't know. Too serious, too serious for me, please. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. I love that. He is very serious. I like it, though. I, I think it adds a nice uh, balance to the rest of the cast, but like right. we said, we don't really feel the magic or the energy yet. No. Right. I, I mean, towards the end, it was getting a little bit spicy with Omarosa, but 
I'm I'm not feeling really an, a big catalyst there. It's a lot of personality. Like you mentioned, the Joan Rivers would be nice to have her back. Be per- I think she'd be perfect for yeah. something like this. Of course, you know there really is no comedic her. relief here in this in this cast. No, no, except I, Donald, and that's unintentional. And, and Gary, I mean, but let's be honest: is Gary going to be the all star? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, don't, I don't, don't know. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Um, what do you think about their team? Uh, the team names they picked: Plan B and Power. Not interested in any other of them. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Power should have been a Plan B for a name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who goes with Power first? It's very, it's very just cheesy. Yeah, it's not creative or... I would have rather them have them go and get like the Greek word for power. <laughs> exactly. You know, like something like a little, put a bit little more. deeper yeah. meaning behind it. And plan B, before they even made the joke about birth control, I was already <laughs> thinking. I, mean, I was like, was this is Trace's team? Like he's going to go through with this? Right. They should have gone with like plan Z. Because oh. like at some point <laughs> yeah. you're going to get that poor uh, off that you're going to have to go that low. Well, if Lisa had her way, it would be Harry Hamlin team. So I guess <laughs> right, right. okay. Right, right, right. So we Just won. Kidding. We won. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about iTunes? All right. Well, uh, you know, we have here at iTunes, we have here at AfterBuzz many different great after shows for you, and you can find them all on iTunes. So we ask that you please go on there and rate and comment us and let us know. Give us give us some feedback because uh, I know in the past I've always read and looked at the comments, and if they're good, we bring them up. So um, it's definitely. And if we're worth bad, we just pretend they don't exist. Exactly. So yeah. So give us a, a good good rating and um, check us out on iTunes. Great. Thank you. Do that. All do right. that. All right, so we've got Power and Plan B going into action, making the meatballs. Yes, uh, Gary Busey, very into it. Love in the process. <laughs> um, yeah, what else can we say about the process? Well, um, the I, I different think, takes. I think on, on uh, Power's uh, execution... It was nice. It was nice that they did focus on having some marketing things outside. You know, mm-hmm. the photo, the balloons made it known that something was happening. Um, they also spent time creating a good meatball, which yeah. of course is good. But I feel like, or I think, in this challenge, when you're focusing on the money, no one's going to come in and buy the meatball because of the taste of the meatball. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like. It's not like Powers, famous meatballs. Yeah. That, like people come all over from the world to have their meatball. No. You know, it's yeah. um, it's it doesn't really matter. It's neither here nor there. The twenty thousand dollars in the scheme of things really is nothing to no. to win. So I think if they focused less on making the meatballs really good and focused more on talking about the plan of how much each person should how much money each person should bring in things like that yeah I mean it's all star version they really shouldn't be looking so at the task so literal right as getting people in and getting these making thousands right. you know, but their name know. was so literal it's but, like they have no choice yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> yeah, they were screwed but no I mean it was just um, yeah at that point in the game they really should have been thinking in the bigger picture and when Trace came up with his over on Plan B, when he had his um, epiphany that he was just going to have it be private, put up the signs, have big donors come in if they want the meatball, go for it. If not, they've got the check. I actually made a note that I thought that, that I liked that idea, and I was yeah. very curious to see where that was going to go. It could have went either way, but I think it, it saved a lot of time, effort, and, and management, really. I mean, he didn't have to really do anything. No, he didn't, and it's... 
it's that old saying, I think, of um, the bigger the risk, the higher the payoff mm-hmm. type of thing. And I think True. in this situation, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. And he worked smart. He didn't work hard. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were all hanging around, and he didn't. He didn't have to go through the minutia in the boardroom of like who who didn't help with the meatballs and who did because it didn't yeah. matter. No, you know, it just didn't matter really at all. But um, all right, so we've get we have the shops open. Were you nervous? Did you did you feel that kind of tension for for Trace at all? Uh, not really. I figured that he, with with the people that he knew, um, especially in that scene of music I knew that you no know, it would probably come through for him it was he had a distinct plan so I really was curious I don't know I, I, I really wasn't that invested to the right. point where I was nervous is that bad I mean no I know. if you're if you are then that's bad yeah I don't know <laughs> I've had I've gone through it this week can't get worried about these people <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yes um but over on the other team I was I wasn't you know more con- I was more concerned um because you've got Omarosa be a cashier Never good. Yeah, I mean, the moment that I saw her, it was, I think the camera angles and and the show does a lot of the telling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do think the producers play up certain angles, literally and figuratively. But when they showed, you know, what's interesting is that they didn't show anyone handling money with Trace. They didn't have, like, that close-up shot of someone, like, physically right. accepting yeah. cash and writing down numbers. And they kept zooming in on Amarosa and that angle of her kind of like kind of counting the money it it in my mind my subconscious what I was thinking is I wonder if she's going to be playing with the money a little bit and I just thought instantly that's not a safe move to have her in charge of the money mm-hmm. and I don't think I mean I'm I could be naive just like Brandy but I wouldn't think that she would be stealing money I don't think if like it's for charity you know I don't wouldn't no. think that's an option but I would think you know when I did see that I thought she was definitely going to change numbers for certain people. Yes, I mean, and that's what she'd get away with. As a person who's in pursuit of winning this, she's not going to do anything where if, she, if they catch her hand in the candy jar, she's going to be thrown out. Right. So she's going to do little things like that. Um, although, well, we can get into this later, but I think a lot of the numbers that were thrown around were no, really just no one knew. No, I mean, it, They no. just did not add up. Yeah. Um, but uh, the way certain It's characters- like how I know my bank account. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. $2, 20000 whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. all the same. Who knows? Uh, but the way they were highlighting different characters, especially in the beginning where they showed um, Dennis kind of like hanging out. I was like, oh, this is going to be a plot point. Exactly. And it really didn't come up, but I'm sure it will in the future. I mean, everything is nothing's, you know. That's going to be haphazard. his, yeah. yeah. Um, but the way they were playing up, especially the fact on how um, it, they used the word weak a lot for um, when Brett gave up his, he didn't even really have the position, but when he didn't, you know, fight to be the PM, like no one really, um, you know, came to his defense uh, and they labeled him weak right up Omarosa threw that out there and then it kind of caught on without the group and then we saw Brandy kind of falling behind Which surprises and I knew me. those points were going to come up to be the big and it's unfortunately it kind of spoiled it for me but yeah but it did surprise me that people seem to stand up and protect Omarosa and kind of go with what she was saying about Brett with being weak and not they didn't go yes he you know we're on board with you Omarosa but it was almost like a um, a group think type mm-hmm. of situation and I would have thought that they would know Amarosa is very sneaky and has an agenda and that they would kind of go around her and say, like, no, I, because I, I, if it was me and I was True. in the situation, I would disagree with whatever Amarosa said because I, I knew it was not in anyone else's benefit but hers. So I'd always go the opposite direction than her. 
Yeah, you I know? mean, you have to consider the other side. I mean, I think the first one to get on board was Latoya. She she made it clear she didn't like Omarosa because she was vicious. But at the same time, like, I feel like she just, like, threw Brett under the bus yeah. immediately, dismissed him immediately as soon as he gave up that position, and she just kind of was on the bandwagon one of the first ones. Well, you know what? Brett was in a tough situation there, too, because... He, he was sticking to his guns at first, and I'm not doubting, by the way he's dressed, he actually has guns <laughs> in his pockets. But he was sticking to his guns saying that he wanted to do this. And you have this blonde lady, like, beautiful, saying, you know, no, 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 I, wa- I want to do it. And you could see him kind of going, like, if I put up a fight with her, I'm going to look like the bad guy. If I say, no, you can't do this, and you're so passionate and care about it, it's just going to create more tension. So I think Brett just thought in that situation, you know what, I'm going to be the nice guy. She really wants to do this for her charity right now. I'm going to do for the better of the team, and I'm going to give it to this person who is very passionate in this moment. And if he didn't do that, he would have just been the bad guy who was being selfish. You're right. He was very image conscious through the episode. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, she, um, to me, she really wanted to prove herself with this. And I don't, I mean, I think it's, of course, it's not going to end well for her. Uh, <laughs> right. We're, dis- we're lucky disprove it did. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So, um, so then we have, let's see, on the other side, um, the situation's going on with um, Trace and... <laughs> Trace and everyone. I'm, first of all, I'm surprised that D. Snyder is even on this because I don't even remember him being in the. Do you remember him being in this episode? He was barely in the episode, and I honestly, he doesn't do it for me. He um, was, you know, last season, and mm-hmm. he broke his finger last season, and he, it was his pinky, and he just, I thought, wanted too much attention for it. And this way of like, look at me, I broke my finger, and now I'm back, and he just lost me at that moment last season. So him here, uh, either well, way, he, he doesn't uh, just he, he just doesn't do it for he's me. He's a Trump favorite, and he made an appearance during the season over with Meatloaf, I believe. They had to do a commercial, and they had D. Snyder come in and make a guest appearance. So he's a big Trump favorite. So I'm not surprised to see him here. But yeah, he never really did it for me either. Yeah, he's kind of um, like you know, uh, like you mentioned, um, what you mentioned. Um, I don't know for Rena? the. <laughs> yeah, yes, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With really? the, yeah, with her, her, they have the same kind of thing to me. They just don't really mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, I think he, basically he hung on by he skated by last season and he got pretty far. And I didn't think it was justified how far he got. So I, yeah. I have like a little a little grudge for yeah. whatever well, reason because I, mean, I have he, nothing else to think yeah. about. And he got away with a lot of things. Yeah, with that he finger. Did. He got away with too much. With yeah, that finger, please. Exactly. Yeah, it's your pinky. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Right, yeah. Pinky toe, pinky finger. It'll what come are they up. doing for us? It'll come up because Donald made oh, yeah. him into a martyr over Oh, he it, did. So, yeah, it'll did. come up again. He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a martyr for pinky nails everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Um, all right, well, take us with with Plan B. Where should we go? We, you know, with, we're talking about power, but I just feel like, I guess with Plan B, what I'm saying is right. there was not as much... With them, but I'm trying to look for what was going on. Well, with them. there was a lot going on with fundraising um, with, the, um, with the lists until really 
Amy Grant walked in, and then Amy brought $75,000. Which we're wondering, why does she have that much money right now to play with? I don't know. Wasn't it like like early 90s? I mean, she, good for her. That's why her her last name is Grant. She just gives out money. I guess so. I guess so. Um, So it just started, like, you could see at that point they were really building up. This one came in, and then we had Gilbert Godfrey, and then uh, the wrestler came in, and they were just handing out the money. So that was when things on that side seemed to take a turn, but it still was questioning on, on really, you know, because you're not having anyone from the public coming in. Um, and then Piers, our very favorite, <laughs> made an appearance, and um, Gary had to go and distract him in the basement. Now, what do you think of Piers in general making an appearance in this episode? The way he behaved, the way he spoke with Omarosa, the way he analyzed these tasks, what do you make of him? Well, I think, like we said, he has something to prove. Uh, that he's better, you know, that he, when you say, for example, you know, you were in a math class with your friends and you graduate and you become a professor and they're all still taking the same math class, you know, you were once them and you want them to understand where you are now, which is above them. So I think Pierce was really um, trying to prove listen, I'm not one of you you people anymore. Yeah. And whenever you get that, like, you people feeling in there, you know there's, like, some disrespect. That's why I use the word, the phrase all the time. <laughs> I love it, you people. Um, but uh, he was trying a little hard, but the problem is is that I agree with everything he says in in uh, reference to Amorosa. So it's yeah. like he look he comes off as such a, it's a like a, kind of like a douchebag, but, he, but he's kind of saying exactly what I'm hoping he would say. I mean, it's good to have someone that doesn't really have, like, verbal morality. I mean, he just kind of, he just throws it out there. Right. <laughs> A, a lot. I mean, I don't know about calling Omarosa a loser multiple times. I, mean, you know, <laughs> right. I don't know about right. that. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't find him very likable. I do not watch his show. I, I don't care for him. I, I'm glad to see that they're going to be rotating those mentors or ambassadors or whatever they're referring to them as. Um, I'm glad to see that he's not going to be there forever. But I, I just I feel like he's a great number two to Trump on this show. Yeah, because. They get along great. He's got a tremendous respect for Trump, and he's he's there. So I think it was a really good fit. However, I did wonder where Ivanka was when they were checking out these teams in action selling these meatballs. Yeah, it was probably just Pierce's Pierce's turn, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ivanka might be their next next task. Yeah, but they usually have one goat for one and one goat for the other. Right. But, I mean, right. whatever, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, fine. I mean, yeah. It gives him some more airtime. Exactly. Sure. And you know he's looking for that. Oh, yeah. Did you think when he said to uh, to um, Claudia about the, the uh, picture thing, did you think that was him um, trying to uh, stir the pot a little bit? Or was that an actual observation that you thought would add some... You know, legitimacy to his point. And that photo that was taken outside, we really, I, other than a little marketing strategy, I really don't believe would add anything towards getting a big whale, as they use the term, uh, or a big spender to come in. So I think that was really just to stir the pot to make it seem like Omarosa was, you know, shaping the team behind their backs and placing people, right. you know, in images. Well, at the and, time I mean, you're taking the picture, they probably didn't even know what side of the store they were going to be hanging the picture on. So no. chances were if they hung it on the right side of the store, Claudia would have been right next to the door and Omarosa would have been covered. Right. I mean, it makes I no know. sense. I mean, it really makes no difference, I mean, at the right. end of the day. Right. So for him to bring that up, it was minutiae. I mean, really and they, they stressed in the boardroom it's all about the money and keeping track of them that's what Pierce should have been all over in there I mean yeah. he it, it came up right but he didn't I mean 
correct me if I'm wrong, but did he go over to Omarosa? I don't even think they, he they had any contact. No, so he I didn't. was waiting to see if they were going to have a tiff, and he didn't even go over there, and she's the cashier, so... Yeah, I mean, he was definitely focused more on Brandy for lacking that information. Mm-hmm. But I, that did really surprise me, that the whole point of this task is to make money. And when you don't know how much money you have, what's the point of the task? It's like having, you know, a basketball game is the point, is like to make a basket, and you're like just running back and forth on the court, and you're like, I don't know if anyone made a basket. You know, it's something that you need to know. As the PM, in this case, that's the only information you need to know. When the person's coming in and asking you, that's, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many meatballs were made. It doesn't matter if everyone's getting along. Really, it's down to, even Pierre said himself, Donald's a numbers guy. This is going to be a problem. Yeah. And, you know, she put a lot of faith, Brandy put a lot of faith into the billionaire that was supposed Mm -hmm. to come through. And you know when any, when anyone ever says like you're good when you're with me kid or something to that extent that they're full of they're full of meatballs Mm -hmm. you know and and so the minute i heard him say that i thought this guy it's like a bad pickup line you know he's he's not gonna come through and um and and that's why she should have a plan b and i know that's you know that's a big portion but what else are you gonna do if that doesn't person doesn't come through Exactly. Yeah. And I, I never once on both teams heard any of these people really pushing the fundraising on everyone. They selected no. they selected the people that were good with fundraising. They kept that in mind, um, Brett and um, uh, Trace. But beyond that, like, never had, like, a sit-down where, like, okay, call everyone. Uh, Lisa, how many people do you have on the phone, like, you know, like, to get even a gist of how much might be coming in? It was really fly by the seat of their pants. I mean, in the boardroom... Poor girl didn't even know that she thought that they had much higher. Right. The look on her face. She really had like a physical reaction if you go back and look at it. Of but like, what does she do? Like Total question marks. Okay, but my question is how much time do you have in hair and makeup before you get into that boardroom to just maybe take two minutes out of the hair and makeup to figure out the numbers first? Because you know they're going to be grilling yeah. you. And she, you could tell she was totally insecure about them winning. She, you knew she knew they didn't win. And so if that's the case, you have to go unprepared. And... You know, again, this is all stars. Mm-hmm. It's not like all fun or yeah, whatever. You know, I she know. should. It's not like she class. she mm-hmm. just blew my mind because sometimes I think I'm very naive, but that was so naive to first of all hand the hand the steering wheel over to Amorosa when there's a cliff right next door. You know, and then uh, and then number two to uh, not have anything to to back up any claims or any ideas that you have. You know, and and uh, I thought in a level like this there should be papers exchanged money like that you know everyone's got the the breakdown you know it it doesn't seem like something that would be able to be lied about no it should be much you know hard information i mean when you're dealing with this kind of money they were just going around the table just shouting out numbers and they shouted them out again and the whole time peers and everyone are writing down his peers mainly is writing down the numbers and then when they do it the second time it still doesn't add up i mean like Omarosa dropped the ball with that. People aren't thinking, like like you said, it's all-star. It's not all fun. Like, right. this needs to be, like, you know, thought out. At least do some quick math. Right. Well, like, uh, you know, he, she should have had... Omarosa should have quickly been, like, adding in her head 
right. you know, did I did I meet the two thirty? Did I meet that or whatever we had made? Did I meet that yet in she my life? Sloppy. She got sloppy. Yeah. She, I, I understand maybe she couldn't take the books with her. Probably not. But I mean, someone like her is so cunning and crafty. Like make some notes or like you know memorize some numbers, especially if it's a numbers game against certain people. At, maybe you don't need to know like. But it was m- so convenient for her to not remember because then she could throw Brett under the bus. Yeah, but <clears throat> without any proof. My point is maybe she doesn't need to know how much like Claudia gave because who cares? She's exactly. not going anywhere. But like Brett, know the exact amount for him. Right. Because, you know, but I think strategically wise, not knowing the exact amount was almost smart on her hand, on her behalf because Brandy wasn't wasn't smart enough to say you don't have exact numbers. I'm not trusting you. So so Amarosa could throw out a low num- low ball Brett and Brandy would trust her because she's guesstimating everyone's number. So it wasn't like she was just guesstimating one person's number. You know, it just was like she basically, I think, confused Brandy into picking Brett. She just kind of brought her, you know, brought her in so many different directions that she didn't have to work too hard. This no, episode. she didn't. She didn't have to work too hard. <laughs> she she's just kind of like, you know, she's saving it park. all up. Yeah. But I mean, I think with Omarosa, it's going to be something every single time. Now, going to the, uh, I, think, I mean, I think it's going to be someone like she's going to be, Omarosa uh, is going to be there every single episode. I mean, that's what I mean. Um, my thing is, um, I there was a good point when the selection was made after it was announced that um, Team power was the loser, correct? And then um, they made the selection of who was coming back, and they chose LaToya, and then we made and um, uh, who else was there? So LaToya, Brandy, and uh, Brett. Now, my thing was, um, LaToya, what was the purpose of her being, I don't even remember her doing anything. What, what it was her, what were her she, points? Basically, her point, or she didn't do anything wrong. Brandy essentially brought her back, I think, by default, because she didn't want to bring Omarosa, because she admitted that Trump would most likely not. She would believe Trump would most likely not follow Amaro, fire Amarosa, which was a valid point in my belief. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, I think you actually said that before she even said it, or someone uh, did. I mean, she said. I mean, they just like him, her and Trump when they gave the task and when they had this boardroom, they basically just like so how much they love one another. Well, and that's it's a, a bad, great point. And that's a bad strategy on Donald's on Donald's part too, because when you talk about how much you love somebody and how much they've defended you and whatever, you're instantly going to be changing the decisions of the contestants on who they're going to be bringing back because they know you're they're assuming your decision when I don't think Donald should play favorites because it's really um, affecting the game. Definitely, and he's got plenty of favorites left. I mean, I don't know how tight he is with, like, Claudia, but we know he loves D. he likes Penn, uh, he has this utmost respect for LaToya, so it's gonna come into play more and more often. I mean, that's not in business... Right. If that's what we're mimicking, mimicking here, you know, in business, that like would not be a factor. Yeah. But uh, Omarosa, for for more than one reason, is not going home on the first night. No. Oh, no way. No, no way. And you know, and that's like proves like you know the bit like nice guys always place last kind yeah. of thing because she's not a nice guy. She's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's a reality television show yeah. amongst. Above anything else, but you know, do you ever? Do you really get that? I feel I really get that feeling from her that she just has like an she's evil. Like it kind of comes through the TV. It's like a very discerning feeling. She she loves it. She loves everything about the, the business, but being on television, being that personality. She loves her title. So I think yeah, I, I have that feeling as well that she's just so like. 
Yeah, it's like she's, she's soulless ready. a yeah. little bit. She's so ready for the game. Like there's no there's no emotions in play at all no. with her. She's not there for friends. She's a little dead behind the eyes yeah. to me. It's just kind of like a uh, empty kind of void feeling I get when I look at her. When's Lisa going to go up against her? I know. I'm looking forward to that you one. You know who I would love if I was on with, with her right now is uh, Lisa Lampanelli. Oh, right. Because she don't take shit from shit eaters. Yeah, that, that would be good. See, this is these are the type of people we need. I mean, yeah. Even and Star Jones and uh, Donald do not get along. Donald uh, reported that he that Star begged for her to be on that show. He, she, Star begged Donald to put her on The Apprentice. So now there's a bunch of bad blood. But Star Jones, I mean, she really like put the show back kind of on the map. The Celebrity Apprentice yeah. really kind of brought... She brought my attention to it. So I think... Either her or Nini needs to be on the show, but both are, are otherwise busy. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, star, um, what about uh, Gary Busey's definition of the star? What was that about? A massive gas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's An- another Buseyism. Yeah. I mean, so what? What do you make of him being back? Are you enjoying it, or is it is it old? I mean, is it old it's fast? a little. It gets old fast for me. It's yeah. a little slapsticky. You know, I'm not really... It doesn't hold my attention. It's like once you see one right. move by him, you've seen them all. Is he playing for the show, or is that him? I think that's him. And I think it's him affected by playing for the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. I almost feel bad... I don't know if it's just me, but I almost feel bad watching him. I almost feel like I shouldn't be enjoying this. Well, it's this. like watching the, the bad singers on American Idol auditions. You know, it's like they're train wrecks, and everyone knows they're train wrecks, but we're going to watch anyway kind of thing. But I'm wondering if Gary was always like this, or if it's something, a recent thing, and maybe I shouldn't be enjoying Yeah, it. I mean, he's I had a, he's had a fall from grace yeah. you know, in the past several years, so... I mean, well, Donald is enabling it, so... Yeah. There we go. It gives him something to do. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. keeps him keeps him in the limelight somehow. Exactly. But he, do, yeah, he doesn't really do it for me. Um, he, he, yeah. After this episode, I'll be like, oh, alrighty. Yeah. All right, okay. You know. All right. All right. So let's get to uh, winner loser boardroom situation because that's always the long, the long time. Yeah. But actually, before I do that, right. I'd want to tell you guys you should uh, go see Serial Buddies. The new movie uh, produced here by the in-house team at AfterBuzz with Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, uh, really great cast. Um, it's coming out March 8th uh, in select cities, um, Los Angeles, Boston, New York, San Francisco, Chicago. So if you live anywhere that's anywhere, you should go check this out. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Artie Lang. He's in it. Comedian. Great guy. Cool. Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. I mean, it's like really like a laundry list of big names so you should check it out and it's a really original concept it's serial serial killers that become friends and uh all right magic can happen check it out it's us too actually it stars us too it's the real <laughs> version right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Kathy so, lee if kathy lee's dead i might have to watch <laughs> I, I do enjoy her yeah yeah you mentioned kathy and hoda <laughs> earlier yeah, yeah well yeah because that's where they should have went with those meatballs not Kelly and Michael. Well, exactly. Like you said, the NBC built-in. Exactly. You know, yeah, why I mean, not? they're down the road. And, and Hoda and Kathy Lee are much more entertaining than uh, Oh, yeah. Than Michael could, and imagine what they could do with those Kelly. meatballs. They could like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> they put in the wine glass, pretend it's fine. <laughs> they went upstage a lot, I think. And, and Kelly true. was very like, you know, all we knew about her was she was a vegetarian. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I can tell because your arms are so thin, like, I don't know. She's got very thin and muscular since arms. they redid that show, I'm not into it. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, anyway, get Reed on the phone. We gotta talk to Rage. Exactly, he would be good with the meatballs. He'd be great with the meatballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be juggling them too. All right. Um, so we've got the uh, the breakdown from um, 
from uh, the Donald on who should be going home. Uh, we've got in the boardroom. Brett. Right, we've got uh, Brett. Sorry. We've got Latoya. <laughs> no you. problem. LaToya. And Brandy. No problem. It is late. <laughs> it is late. And okay, so they're going at it. And I really thought, you know, they always do that, like kind of like lead you one way and then hit you with the other hand. Um, but I definitely thought Brandy was going to be going home. I had a feeling throughout the episode that it was going to come down to those two. I thought the Brett. I thought, excuse me. I thought the the room, the um, boardroom, would go down to Brandy, Dennis, and Brett. Never thought Latoya, who like was barely on the episode, would would be in there. Um, but then Dennis really didn't do anything to really. I mean, he just. Didn't I mean, even, he got to stand on yeah. the numbers that he brought in, which weren't yeah. even that. I mean, it wasn't even according to Amorosa. I believe it was twenty thousand. She said he brought in. So, um, Latoya brought. She said around, I think, 20000 and then Amoroso was saying it was 15000 So, I mean, give or take a couple thousand dollars, mm-hmm. they were roughly around the same parts. And I believe that Donald was going to kind of handhold Dennis a little bit. I think he kind of, like, feels like he wants to redeem him and yeah. give, bring him up, you know, to, you know, back to where he'd be. he's going to be huge. Yeah. You know? All he has so. to do is just take out the piercings. He'll be back. <laughs> just a little much. <laughs> yeah, a little much. That's right. So, um, so we have – so I thought it was going to be those three – then it went down to Brett and Brandy, and then I, I thought it was going to be Brett. Then I said, no, it's definitely going to be Brandy because she didn't have those numbers. Once Donald mentioned the fact that he's never let anyone go that's been the highest fundraiser, I said, well, he's not going to make history tonight with her. He's not going to do it. No. She's too beautiful. He should have. And I think he should have. She was the project manager. Omarosa said her to self, you were in charge. You are the project manager. And she turned away. <laughs> I mean, it's such such good strategy. Oh, right. Yes. But I get the numbers thing is good. But, you know, really at this point, going forward, Brandy has pretty much tapped out all of her resources. So she's, unless, you know, unless that billionaire came back on board. But if Donald thought about it this way, you know, she did bring in a lot of money, but going forward, she's not very strategic. She's not very bright. She's a target on her back now. Exactly. She's the weak one. She's totally weak. And um, not having any more money, really, in the palm of her hand because right. she's tapped out her resources, what else is she going to add? What is she going to bring? And um, so I think, Don, I mean, I get the money thing, but when you look at the larger picture of the whole thing, she should have just been done like dinner. Definitely. Instantly. Definitely. Um, But my thing that I also mentioned, Donald's view of having Brett come back and having him be the past winner and all of that that goes behind it, I always felt that from the very first scene, Donald had a stigma against Brett. He had Something did not sit well with him, the fact that he won and that he's trying to come back. It was mentioned several times that he should be sitting in the seat that Piers is in. And he should be kind of the mentor, but Brett really wanted to win this money again, but Donald could not let it go. He even went on, he went on all the talk shows saying the same thing he said on this episode tonight, that it was a huge mistake, it was a bad move, it was really a lousy decision to have him be on that show. Well, Donald could also say, no, you're not allowed on, you know, but of course he's not going to do that. He's going to make a story out of it. Yeah, exactly. So I knew that wasn't going to sit well with him, so I knew immediately that he's not going to win a second time if it it was such a lousy decision to be on there. But I didn't know it was all going to kind of go down in the first episode, but it makes a really good first episode. I think it it made a good single-standing episode. I'd rather see him here next week, but... I'll get to like Brandy. <laughs> Brandy and Brett have like the same hair, so it's pretty much like yeah, the same that's thing. True. Yeah, yeah. Is this charity like for wigs? I don't know. I hate to say <laughs> that. 
Um, I thought that, you know, Brett, Brett just, he seemed so beaten down, but he said to Brandy, if I let you be project manager, you cannot throw me under the bus if we lose. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, okay, I won't, I won't, I won't. And of course, what do you do? Number one is throw him under the bus. Brandy, I know, used the excuse that she didn't think Trump would fire Omarosa. But um, but I think Brandy's scared of Omarosa. Definitely. And if she brought Omarosa in and didn't fire her, then she'd have to deal with Omarosa. It was almost like to her... Brett, I know you're the nicer guy. I know you don't deserve this, but it's easier for me. This is a game. You know, you're this. I don't want to deal with the Amorosa thing. But Latoya, I mean. I mean, that was so bizarre. It really was nonsense. I mean, I could, they should have just brought in, like, tennis. I mean, like, why at that point? I mean. Yeah, because Donald would never find. You have to know Donald's not going to find anything with Latoya to no. use in his excuse to fire her. Absolutely not. Don't forget. There's nothing glowing. Latoya was let go from that show, and she went to Mr. Trump, and, and these are her words, and she was like, I want to be back. I want to do it again. I, I, I want a second chance. And it was a big deal that he gave her a second chance. And that was the last time that she was on. So here she is again. She's not going home the first night. And like she's, and I believe that Latoya's going to be there longer than Dennis. So for her... For Brandy, if she thinks she's going to win all of this, she should have put Dennis in there. I mean, it's going to happen next week, maybe, or the next week. So yeah, and the easy thing about used to it, yeah, and the easy thing about putting Dennis in there is he doesn't seem to speak up. You know, he probably wouldn't do a great job at really defending himself. Um, but he did defend. I know he did defend Amorosa a little bit with Piers. Mm-hmm. You know, but he doesn't seem like as much of an arguer. He's a little more mellow, a little more laid back. He's not going to really... seems like he's just kind of going to put his hands up in the air and say, all right, I'm gone. Now, what did you think of this Claudia getting involved and even Dennis with Omarosa versus Piers in their history? She just turned ghetto fab. That's what happened. Like, she really went to this place yep. that was weird. It was like, you're not in a nightclub with a bunch of girls that are going to, like, scratch you with your nails. And that's how she all of a sudden started behaving. It was yeah, very it, off-putting. And I think she probably lost a, a lot of her audience or anyone who really, I mean, who is she really? I mean, <laughs> you know, not really that interesting. But no, anyone that was, said it. anyone that was, <laughs> I'll claim it, um, anyone who's rooting for her I don't think would have been on her side in that argument because well, it was just her business so, it's not and you got to play the play with strategy sister you know like I mean if you're if you're getting judged by somebody and they're in there you know and all of a sudden you're going to start a fight with them you're not thinking into the future well, wait a minute do you think that that was her chance to try to get on Omarosa's good side to try to be like her girl like oh I'm there for you like you know I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know settle this for you girl like I don't know do you think that was a chance for her kind of but I it, mean it was not not well not good tact I mean it just wasn't good no it wasn't good but if she did that in the moment, she wasn't having the foresight to think that Amorosa at some point could be going head to head with her. Exactly. Yeah. Just the, they just need to like avoid her. Do it. Do it. Do their job and like not try to like not try to be on her radar. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not. They're not going to be friends. Amorosa's not going to be friends yeah. with you. Don't stick your neck out for anybody. I mean, that's the. No. I take that from uh, I think Silver Linings Playbook. I think that was uh, right. kept saying that. Didn't yeah? Am, is that am I right? Kept saying. I'm not going to stick my neck out for anybody. Maybe it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, 
but yeah, I thought that was a very stupid move because it didn't get her here nor there, and uh, could just hit her, get her going backwards. I'm wondering if Dennis asking that question was something that he was prompted to do to bring up the feud again between Omarosa and Pierce, because it just kind of came out like, and Dennis doesn't seem like one that's going to bring up like gossip and feuds, so it was weird. But he was very quiet, so I mean, who else is going to bring it up? I'm not sure, but it was a little odd that he, why would he want to ask those questions? Right. I mean, he's standing in the corner like not really saying anything the whole time and all of a sudden he comes out with this it's like why this why not something else why didn't you add something Mm -hmm. different that would have helped you I don't know I like a little bit of shade being thrown it was cool with me yeah yeah I mean as much drama as you can bring exactly a better attention span I'll have exactly love the shade yeah love the shade so really disappointed that uh, Brandy didn't go uh, but she's definitely not going to last long not going to last long at all no they've got their eye on her yeah. Um, what was the... Okay, so let's... I know we talked about it quickly at the top, but the, I want to just talk really quickly one more time about uh, about Brandy and Trump. Uh, he was not He was not nice to her. He wasn't sweet. Like, he wasn't coddling her. But someone like Aubrey O'Day from last season, he seemed to coddle. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't coddle Brandy. He said, you know, you got to do better. You didn't do good or you didn't do well. Um, and he said your one redeeming feature was that you could raise money. Right. But, he, you know, he that, was giving her low blows, you know. That was a little bit under the belt for sure. But it's all stars. I think that that's how he has to be. I would prefer him to be like that. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's time. I mean, it, it needs to happen. So uh, I'm hoping that that sticks. And that if someone like Claudia gets in there and she's like totally like you know, lost, hopefully, maybe I'm misunderestimating her. Maybe I am. But I, I hope that it, he's equally as hard. That's what's interesting. That I mean, him with Aubrey, I mean, she had so many chances, it seemed. I mean, she, I, I was a fan of hers. I was rooting for her. Too many chances. Oh, this changes everything between you and I. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a rooter for Aubrey. No, no. I, I liked her. I liked her. I was more, more Lisa, but we can talk about that later. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lisa. The two of them. Um, but that that's when Donald throws in the, uh, the kind of the sexist comment. Mm. Um, so, I mean, he really, you know... I mean, he interrupted the whole debate, the whole conversation to get that vision. I mean, it was really not not necessary. And we were all surprised that they would even keep that in. Right. And I do think he has, in my guess, some control of the editing. And I think he doesn't mind leaving those things in because it creates a stir and talk. And he doesn't care if people perceive him as one thing or the other. You know, he's not affected by people's opinions. So. I'm sure he has a say, but I don't know if he has the final say, so who knows? Right. You know, who knows? Yeah. There's a lot of people over at the network, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting point. It certainly breaks things up. She didn't give him a look, though, like, no. you know, you, you chauvinist, you know, she just looked at him like, maybe later. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah. a weird, almost sexual look she gave him. Exactly. It was not a look that we, not the look we had on our face. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Wow, Donald, you never fail to surprise, but um, I don't know. Do you want to get into uh, anything else? To, well, the, to le- the lesson to be learned in this episode yeah. is um, don't trust Omarosa, and she will lie. Brandy said herself, I don't think Omarosa would lie. I don't think she would lie to me. And, I mean, hopefully no one at this point will it's be like, so stupid. Right, like don't be the blonde. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I mean, don't be so cliche. That is so... You, you've got like a glowing like sign in front of you that's like villain, 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 yeah. and you're just like oh, handing so. them the keys to your car. You know, it's yeah. like... I mean, if you didn't know then, you know now. So let's not make the mistake again. But I mean, 
I want to see Omarosa take someone down. Again, I'm sure it'll happen. So maybe these people will pay attention to our, our words of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Omarosa's fun as long as I don't have to be in a room with her. Then, like, it's just pure entertainment for me. Exactly. Yeah, so lesson be learned. Don't trust her, especially if you're in a room with her. Um, but uh, you want to get to our quick little... I should, we shouldn't do this as a special segment because we talked about Busey yeah. kind of annoying us. Do you want to do... You wanna do uh, favorite moment well my favorite moment was what we just discussed was in that part from that awkward edit so yeah, yeah i yeah. mean we've kind of beat that yeah so yeah it's a horse and it's been beat yeah all right so uh news and gossip all right after buzz tv news well um as you all know mark burnett is um crazy uh huge executive producer of many reality shows including uh, celebrity apprentice and uh he has gone um toward the light and uh he's doing a series that premiered tonight on the history channel called the bible it's a mini series and um you guys should check it out i know he was on a lot of uh Interview, you know, I, well, I don't know a lot. He was on TV really promoting the uh, special effects, the high high quality special effects. But upon seeing like a preview of it, I have to say his uh, standards for high quality special effects is pretty low. Oh. So it looked pretty cheesy. Like it was, it looked like done in like the paint program on like a PC from oh, elementary Lord. school. I mean so just, like a real like cable effect. Like yeah, very cably, very like not HBO cable. Almost like nineteen twenties, like, like they've got like a paper string holding an airplane over like a fake mountain. Oh Lord, it no, might I be worth know. looking at just to see this. <laughs> exactly. So it's I don't think it's gonna be all that he says it's going to be, but uh we'll see. Mm. Who knows? But I know it premiered tonight, so it it'll be airing for uh I think the next couple weeks. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah. on the other side, back to um, the different people that we see on The Apprentice. Apparently, uh, not everyone is hating everyone in the boardroom. The people have made friends at the end of all of this. And uh, last night, Omarosa, Lisa Rinna, and um, Claudia all went to dinner in Las Vegas to celebrate the premiere. And um, they clubbed. They at- went with Omarosa? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and they went and they clubbed at Surrender Night Club. And they went to the um, the win, so they're taking mm. the town together. So it's interesting to see that into the, the cliques they usually do form at the end of these things. But Omarosa, Lisa Rinna, Claudia, and oh, and Little John, excuse me, Little John wow. as well. So what what a <laughs> team! A crew, yeah, what a team! So I would have never thought Omarosa and Little John would uh, be cool with one another, but. I would party with them. Why not? <laughs> what, just to I say wouldn't. I did. Why would I? <laughs> just to say I did, I would. Totally. Just once. I don't know about Rena, but I'm kidding. <laughs> I always throw Rena to the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do, get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So we're going to be going to Universal Studios, Florida. <laughs> Florida. The dream of everybody in the country. <laughs> yes. I would have much rather preferred it over here at Universal. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, so they're going to be in Florida, and all we know is that Omarosa is going to be taking over. We only see this one team, really. And um, I think it's going to be a big episode if they're going to be doing this at a theme park. So I'm really anticipating what this could be, this, this task. But I can only imagine Gary Busey in an amusement park is going to be 
all but entertain all entertainment, all yeah. types of crazy. Right. So. He might fall off of a roller coaster and still act exactly the same after <laughs> he's like fallen off the roller coaster and hit his head. Um, I predict uh, a little bit of maybe some I don't know audience interaction. Being at an amusement park, they'll probably. Um, have to do some performance of some sort again with like if there's an audience around um i don't i don't know how well that would go if amorosa was in charge because i don't really see her showmanship mm-hmm. you know or someone like pen can perform and d mm-hmm. can perform um but uh you know i just predict that um brandy is uh not going to impress me no, no, I think the same thing, and I think uh, Omarosa will be um, respons- responsible for someone else getting fired for sure, because I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon. No, no, except at the club with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please see Donald walking around uni- Universal? In the coat, the bar, in the please. long trench coat. Yeah, the pink tie, please. <laughs> the pink tie would definitely get caught in like a roller coaster thing, and he just <laughs> gets strangled and pulled off. Um, all right, that's been fun. It's um, it's uh, fun to be back doing the Celebrity Apprentice show. And, uh, of course, we'll be back next week. Um, you can find us online, of course. Um, you can find me at uh, Twitter, um, at Kristen Carney. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And I'm still on Twitter for the time being at Grant Michael R. You can uh, check me out over there. Great. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.